What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So, lots of action to cover on this one. We're going to do a wrap-up of every game. Let's do it. We'll start in San Diego. The Padres have been playing good baseball. And they got a good start out of Blake Snell on Wednesday night. He had a 13-strikeout, no-hit bid. He carried a no-hitter through six and two-thirds innings. This was actually one of the most dominant starts of Blake Snell's career. We're talking about a former Cy Young. So that's saying a lot. And um, yeah, I mean, six and two-thirds, he was working on a no-hit bid. His 108th pitch of the night was a 98-mile-an-hour fastball, six inches off the outside corner, which is exactly where he wanted it. But Albert Pujols just threw his bat at the ball and made contact somehow and ground the ball weakly to the right side. Jake Cronenworth, the second baseman, had actually vacated that position because of a shift, and that's how Blake Snell's no-hit bid was over. But, you know, the Padres will take it. They'll take that every time because, you know, two batters later, Snell would complete the seventh with his career-high tying 13th punch-out, and then from there, the bullpen clung to the lead had been given and you know the Padres ended up winning this game at this point that's that's all they really care about you just want to win the game because the Padres are are looking for a playoff bid that's what they're looking for um before I get into that actually I, I am seeing that Blake Snell was throwing particularly hard he was throwing 99 miles an hour you know the you know it's 98.9 98.7 but the Scoreboard will run up to 99 miles an hour. So that's the hardest pitch he's thrown in his career, actually. The 98.7 is the fastest pitch of Blake Snell's career. So talk about probably the start of his life in multiple ways. That that was what we just saw from Blake Snell. So the Padres rotation has been really good. The Padres have a five-game winning streak. During this streak, the Padres starters have allowed only one run. And that was charged to Snell on his start last Friday. So San Diego has padded their wild card lead. And um, that's that's what they're looking for. That's what they're looking for, a, a wild card bid, obviously, because their division has already been taken care of by the Dodgers. We head out to Chicago, where the Guardians are looking to, you know, tidy up their AL Central and and make playoffs, but Tristan McKenzie was the star as he had 13 strikeouts as well. He dealt as Cleveland creeps closer to that AL Central title. Eight strong innings for Tristan McKenzie and the Guardians' magic number to clinch the AL Central has now fallen to seven. But I mean, look at that line from Tristan McKenzie. Eight innings, 13 strikeouts, six hits, no walks, two earned runs. I mean, you're seeing this guy really come into his own. Uh, you know, McKenzie's 25 now, been in the bigs for a couple years, but you know, highly touted as a prospect, and he he has he has settled down and he's really blossoming. I think he still has another few levels. He has a couple levels to go up. He's a guy who could be a front of the rotation starter. He really can be. I mean, look at his numbers right now. He's got a 3.04 ERA on the season. We saw the electric, you know, strikeout numbers, and uh, you know. This is someone who could definitely be a front of the rotation arm. He's still leveling up and he's still getting better, but he's closing out the season 
very strong right now. If we head to Atlanta, the Nationals beat the Braves by a score of 3-2. This one, I mean, obviously slips away from the Braves. They they want to beat the Nationals. It's a Nationals team that's kind of a bottom feeder right now, and the Braves you know, want to win the East, but they drop this game 3-2. Can't win them all. But fortunately for the Braves, the Mets also lost. So, you know, the Mets are first in least. The Mets also lost, and they lost the Brewers 6-0. Willie Adamas hit his 31st home run of the year, just continues to have a monster season. I mean, he is the Brewers' best hitter this season. I, I don't think many people ever thought that Willie Adamas could be the best hitter on any major league team, but it's happening. It has happened. He has turned his he's turned his career around, quite frankly, in the past year and a half. Ever since he left Tampa Bay, the bat has come alive, and it seems to be the case for good. I think this is the, the hitter we can expect him to be. Maybe not a 30-home run guy every year, but at least you know, we know he's going to be hitting in the middle of the lineup from here on out. But if you look at, uh, we're talking about the Mets dropping that game. The Mets only have a one-game lead over the Atlanta Braves. So this division is still going to come down to the wire. They only have a one-game lead. And as a matter of fact, that's only because the, the Mets have played two more games than the Braves. So they haven't played the same amount of games yet. You know, The Mets are 95-56. and 56, The Braves are 93-56. and 56. So this will come down to the wire, and we'll see how that shakes out. In Cincinnati, the Reds beat the Red Sox by a score of 5-1. You had a home run from Donovan Solano, uh, Jonathan India, you know Kyle Farmer. These guys also had RBIs. And Chase Anderson fan four as Cincinnati beat Boston. In Tampa Bay, the day after the Astros clinched the Central, they got another win. This one was a 5-2 win. I will say, you know, I, I'm keeping my eyes on some of the counting stats for some of these guys. Kyle Tucker hit his 29th home run of the year. I know he's he's had monster RBI numbers. He has 102 RBI, so he now has 29 homers, 102 RBIs for the Houston Astros. I mean, so I mean, he's probably going to finish the season with at least 30 homers. These are big milestones for guys. You know, Kyle Tucker has really blossomed into one of the best outfielders in the game. And because the Astros have such a deep lineup, he doesn't even hit in the middle of their lineup all the time. I mean, on Wednesday, he was hitting in the five hole, which I guess is kind of where he will be. But, you know, if you look at Kyle Tucker going back to 2021, 2022, they were keeping him. He was batting seventh sometimes, you know, like, you know, eighth. I mean, now they're going to put him in the middle because he's such an RBI machine. But it just goes to show you how deep that lineup is with Alvarez you know, Yuli Gurriel and guys like that. They, of course, Altuve leading things off at the top. But, uh, you know, Kyle Tucker is that dude. Astros got a, got a win here. They jumped they jumped on the bullpen because Corey Kluber had a good start for the race. He was he went seven innings with one run, but they just uh, jumped all over Brooks Raley in the bullpen. Astros win 5-2. We had to Miami. The Marlins hosted the Cubs, but Chicago won by a score of 4-3. Marcus Stroman on the bump for Chicago. Six innings, three earned runs. So Stroman's got a 3.8 ERA on the year. Pretty solid. You know, someone who's also pitching really well for Miami right now is Jesus Luzardo. So he went six and two-thirds, one earned run, 11 strikeouts. Luzardo was once 
you know, one of the top, I think it was a top two, top top three prospect in all of baseball a couple of years ago. Um, you know, he struggled a bit when he came up to the bigs with Oakland, ended up being traded to Miami, and this year he's settled down, and he's looking a lot better. I think I talked about him in the offseason, saying this is someone who is so, still so young, who has a lot of potential, you, you can't ride him off. And we're seeing his numbers really settle down in 2022. You know, that whip is nice and low. Um, ERA is pretty good, so good stuff from Jesus Lusardo. Moving out to Philadelphia, Phillies beat the Blue Jays 4-3 in 10 innings. Vlad Guerrero Jr. hit his 30th home run of the year. That's a quiet 30. You know, we haven't really heard too much of Vlad this year because his numbers have been down from what we saw last season. But if you still look at his numbers across the board, he's hitting 279 with an 832 OPS, 30 homers, and 88 RBIs. I mean, you'll take that from, from any player. Uh, on the Philly side, Rian Muto hit his 21st home run of the season. You know, Gosman for the for the Toronto Blue Jays, he pitched six shutout innings. But at the end of the day, you know, it was the bullpens for both these teams. The bullpens gave up the runs, and the Phillies won four three. Right to Baltimore, the Orioles beat the Tigers eight one. Kyle Stowers hit his second big league home run. Jorge Mateo stole his 31st base of the season. You know, Jorge Mateo is is a speedster, absolutely a speedster, and uh, came in as a pinch runner, did his job, stole the base. You know, 31 steals, you know, in, in a day and age when we don't see as many steals as we used to, that's that's impressive. Yankees beat up on the Pirates 14 to two. I mean, just just beat up on them. <laughs> that's that's really the only way to say it. Glaber Torres, two home runs. Oswaldo Cabrera, homer. Aaron Judge, watch. Saw him go two for four with two doubles, raising his average as he leads all Triple Crown categories. And down in Arlington, the Rangers beat the Angels 7-2. And, I mean, yeah, I mean, this one is really middle of the order. Seager, Lowe, Adolis Garcia, all these guys with two-plus hits on the day and Dane Dunning had pretty strong pitching five innings, two earned runs, eight punch outs for Texas. And in Kansas city, the Royals who are, you know, having a rough season, but they won this, this game five, two was a score coming out of Kansas city. MJ Melendez hit his 17th homer of the year. Salvador Perez hit his 20th double. Um, yeah. And they beat, maybe the twins five, two. The, Guardians, well, we talked about them already. Tristan McKenzie, um, you know, they won 82. Looking at Giants and Rockies in Colorado, Giants beat the Rockies 6 1. Logan Webb, five and a third shutout innings, and the Bats came alive. Bats came alive out there at high altitude. Then an AOS matchup in Oakland, the A's actually beat the Mariners. They beat him in a close game, 2-1. James Caprellian, seven shutout innings, six strikeouts for Oakland. He was opposed by Robbie Ray, who threw really well. Also, six shutout innings, seven strikeouts, but, you know, the bullpens were the deciding factor here, and Oakland won by a score of 2-1. And then last but not least, we'll head to Los Angeles, where the Dodgers hosted the D-backs, and the D-backs won by a score of 6-1. Dustin May had a rough outing, four innings, five earned runs for him. And on the other side, Mad Bum was really good for the D-backs, six innings, one earned run. Mookie Betts 
was that was the was a lone run that Mad Bum gave up a solo homer in the fourth. But besides that, Mad Bum looked really good, and the D-backs beat the Dodgers six one. So that is our roundup every single game from around the league. That's gonna do it for today, folks. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who'd be interested, and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection. Thank you.